listening to For Your Joy, a podcast provided by New King Church, where we seek to restore your faith in a world of discouragement. If you want to find out more about New King or learn how you can get connected with our network of like-minded churches in Burlington, Vermont, and surrounding areas, check us out at newkingchurch.com. Hey, and welcome back to For Your Joy, a podcast provided by New King Church. Uh, my name is Lucius Guthrie, the worship pastor at New King, joined by Ben Preston, lead pastor uh, here at New King. And this is a podcast that seeks to restore your faith in a world of discouragement. Um, and we've been in a series um, and a conversation around the idea of discouragement and encouragement. And we're actually picking up um, off of uh, where we ended last week when we were talking about kind of the purpose of encouragement and how we really see the nature of encouragement and discouragement as um, life and death. And uh, we started talking about um, Hebrews 3 and how that references uh, the Israelites in the wilderness, how they hardened their heart to the Lord and all that he had done. Um, we, we really explored that idea of discouragement and unbelief and how that was um, taking them away from their God who was, who was with them, present with them, doing so much, um, but they were uh, not regarding him and not remembering him. Uh, and so we want to, uh, kind of this second part here is we're going to look at um, basically what the antithesis of that could be for us and how we do not want to be like our Old Testament uh, brethren, but we want to have faith and persevere um, through belief and through encouragement. And so the question that I had asked Ben toward the end of last episode um, was just that, you know, how can we be people of encouragement, be people of belief, and try our best to refrain uh, from this hardening of heart, from this uh, tendency towards unbelief. And so uh, without further ado, I'm gonna go ahead and turn it over to Ben to start uh, this conversation and start answering this question. Yeah, so the, I think the, the first way to answer that question is to look back again at this, at this passage in Hebrews 3, verses 13 and 14. And I'll just read those again to refresh everybody's memory. It says, But exhort one another every day as long as it is called today that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have come to share in Christ if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end. So, again, this is life or death. This is um, heaven or hell. This is mm. perseverance or falling away. Mm. That, that's what's at stake. And so the first step, I think, is just realizing that and believing that, that our words are really that important, really that powerful in the lives of others. Um, and then it says, uh, but exhort 
one another. Um, this is what this is what is necessary to help people hold fast their confidence firm to the end. Ex exhortation or encouragement, and that word there uh, is. I don't know how to say it in the Greek, but parakaleo is my best uh, stab at it. And it's, it's, it means to call to one's side. To call to one's side. And um, the word parakletos or parakletos is, um, this is, the word, is a very similar word. It's the noun of that word uh, parakleo, which is the verb, exhort is the verb. Parakletos is a noun, and that is one who is called to one's side. Mm. Okay? Which gets translated the helper or the comforter mm. in John 14 and John 16. Wow. Of, speaking of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit does this. The Holy Spirit wow. is the comforter is the encourager, is the exhorter, is the one who comes to your side when you need, when you need encouragement, right? Or when yeah. you, need, um, you need exhortation. Yeah, reminding. You need reminding, mm -hmm. right? That's what, the, that's what he does. He teaches yeah. you, he reminds you. Yeah. And, 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 the, and the thing that he's doing, that the Holy Spirit is doing, and the thing that we're called to do is to help someone get back to a place of confidence in Christ, mm. right? Yeah. If indeed we hold fast our confidence, our original confidence, um, in, in what or in whom? In Christ, mm. right? Yeah. So that's the first thing that, that comes to mind is that we've got to exhort in the way that the Holy Spirit exhorts. Yeah. So we almost, I, would, I don't want to say play the role of the Holy Spirit, right? But we can join in the work of the Holy Spirit and, and almost be used Absolutely. as someone uh, who can encourage others. We can, be, we can be a way that the Spirit might bring remembrance to someone. Like, so say I was, I was struggling to remember what the Lord is doing, and the Spirit within you, Ben, could, be, uh, could come to me, and you could come to me, and the Spirit could use you as someone to come to my side, to be an encourager, to help me remember. Um, and so... Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think first, the first thing I'm seeing is that is such a call towards Christian community. Mm -hmm. the biblical community because mm -hmm. um, we are united by the Spirit and the Spirit wants to use means uh, outside of ourselves to um, help us see what the Lord has done and, and just encourage us. Absolutely. I mean, right here, the, the writer of Hebrews is saying, don't harden your heart to the voice of the Holy Spirit. And then he goes on to say, the, the, the remedy, the, the prescription is exhort one another, mm. right? This is how you are going to keep from getting a hardened heart through the deceitfulness of sin is through this one another living, this exhortation that's going back and forth in the body. But that exhortation, it is the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. If, 
if you have the Holy Spirit in me, in you, and you see something in me that needs mm-hmm. uh, exhorting, yeah, some some reminding, some encouraging, that's that is when you say the words, it is the Holy Spirit yeah. doing the work. Yeah, yeah, and we talked about that, um, you know, a few episodes ago, that two parter where we talked about ways to be an encourager. Uh, and each of those, I think, is a way that the Spirit could use us. Mm-hmm. Like you were just saying, you know, we go and we call things to remembrance, but we also say, hey, put those things away, mm-hmm. right? And that's mm-hmm. going to be the Spirit as well, mm-hmm. convicting us mm-hmm. of, of unbelief, convicting us of um, ways that we are not remembering God in a certain circumstance. Um, this is so funny here in verse 13. Encourage one another daily while it is still called today. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's every day. Right? Yeah, is every day called we, we, today? Well, we haven't quit calling it today yet. Yeah. So I think we're still supposed to do this. Yeah, every day. And I think it's. I mean, it's kind of terrifying, but it it, sh- it should produce a healthy fear in us that right after that, encourage each other daily while it's still called today, so that none of you is hardened by hardened by sin's deception. Mm-hmm. And I think the emphasis on the daily, routine, everyday nature of that is that in the same way, that's how long it takes for sin to deceive us. Mm-hmm. Just a day. Mm-hmm. And that's right. And yeah. just as quickly as we could be encouraged, maybe even quicker sometimes, we could be discouraged mm-hmm. and fall away and completely be hardened by uh, our own unbelief and our own sin. And isn't that what the scriptures show us through the Israelites? Yeah. Right. Like they go from, they go from manna every morning. Yeah. yeah, Manna every morning to they get tested with thirst and then boom. Yeah. They're, they're super discouraged, right? Mm. They're, they're unbelieving again. It really only takes a day. Yeah. Yeah. And we always say, man, I would, I would so remember, like if I was in the Israelite shoes, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be disbelieving like that, but yeah. We're so there. I know. It's it's us. All it takes is one wrong news story that we mm. that we learn of or read or whatever, or one sleepless night, or one diagnosis, yeah. or one yeah. you know challenge. We the the thing to remember is the Israelites were actually facing a real challenge. Like thirst is a big deal. You die if you don't get water. Yeah. And it, and it didn't excuse their attitude, right? Like, the, the severity of the test was not an excuse in God's eyes for their heart posture, which was to grumble. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I was processing a lot. And as I was studying the story, is like, man, I've never been faced with legitimate thirst. Mm. I've always had access to water. Yeah. But the things I've read about, like I've read some survival stories of people describing this, it's it's got to be one of the worst things that you could ever go through. Yeah, It's an awful, awful thing. Mm. They were facing that. It was real. The challenge was real. The, the, the trial was real. Um, but it wasn't an excuse for them to lose their confidence in God. Mm. That's the wow. thing that s- sticks out to me. Wow. All right, so... As we're talking about, you know, coming back to this idea, life and death nature mm-hmm. of encouragement, what do we mean by life? Mm-hmm. We mean everlasting life 
with God. Life, eternal life, um, or life in the age to come with Christ in heaven. And so the opposite of that would be um, separation from God eternally in the age to come in hell. Mm-hmm. And so it is that serious. Our faith remaining to the end will determine which place we end up eternally in the age to come. Separated from God or forever with him um, in heaven. And so that's what we mean by life. We mean life comes from God, right? And when we have faith, we are united with his life. Our faith unites us with him with his life and his life flows through us like a branch and a vine, a branch connected to a vine receives the life of the vine. And so it is spiritual life, eternal life can be experienced now when we in faith cling to, hold on to, um, to Christ, to our confidence in him, his life flows in us, through us. So this may be such a, simple question it may be obvious based on some of the things that we're talking about but it's just in my mind and so it may be in someone listening and um i think i am so easily prone to be flippant about discouragement mm-hmm. um i mean is there ever a, a place for me to to not be so against discouragement like like you know what i'm saying i mean i i I wake up one morning and i'm I'm just moving slow for a little bit and i'm just like i don't know something from a couple days ago is sticking with me it's just like yeah i'm just a little discouraged today Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like and i'm not thinking much of it i'm not thinking that it's like really tearing me apart from the lord i'm not thinking that it's causing me to you know to sin or or in in any specific Mm way um is that ever I don't know, how aggressive do I need to be against that kind of thing? Well, that's a good question. I think part of the answer to that is, is it really discouragement or are you feeling a little less of an emotional high that day? Mm. And, and those are two different things. Real discouragement has to do with a diminishing confidence yeah. in your future hope, right? Mm. If, if it's just a diminishing emotional uh, high, you know, because you didn't sleep as good or you're sick or whatever, it's not the same thing. Now, it, it could lead you to the same place if you're not careful. Yeah. Just like any trial, physical trial or whatever can. Yeah. So I think that that's a pretty nuanced answer you've got to pick up you've got to get to the root of what's going on in your heart and whatever's going on if you go to god with it yeah then that's the safe place to be Mm. yeah right that's what the psalmist does the psalmist david most of the time writing these incredibly um painful experience writing about and and venting these emotions but how is he doing it he's doing it with God. He's going to God with that. And that's the safe place to be, right? It's, um, 
he's, he's maintaining trust. Like, and you see the way that he ends most of those psalms is, I will again yeah. praise you. Yeah. Right? Um, I will again praise you. I know this. I'm confident of this. This is a rough time right now. I don't, I don't feel good right now. I'm, I'm, I'm going through something legitimate but I will again praise you. I'm going to you with all of this. Yeah. Yeah. There's still the confidence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. Well then, uh, flip side question. Um, and I feel like this one would be obvious too, but is there, is there ever a place for encouragement? Even if we don't see discouragement present? Yes. Yes. Always, always, always. Um, let your speech be seasoned. Mm. Let your speech be gracious. Let it be fitting to the occasion such that it builds up uh, those who hear it, right? So that is the, that, that should be, that should always be our default yeah. is how can I, there's no one that you're ever going to encounter including your own self. I mean, this would, this would apply to self-talk as well. Mm -hmm. That you're going to encounter where you're going to say, that person's got all the strength that they need. They're yeah. good. Mm -hmm. They're set. <laughs> right? I can always add to someone's strength, to yeah. someone's confidence in Christ. And so I would say my aim is always for that. I always want to leave somebody with more faith, yeah. more confidence than, than what I where I found them. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Well, um, Ben, you have any other thoughts on this topic or discussion? Um, yeah, just one more. And that is that, uh, the context of this exhortation, uh, or this verse that says to exhort one another every day, as it is called today, I, I just took, I was noticing as I was thinking about that, that, in this instance, exhortation, so this is happening in the middle of an exhortation, mm. right? He's, he's telling his, his hearers, exhort one another every day, as it is called today. And he's actually in the middle of doing that. Yeah. And the way that he's exhorting in this instance is through a warning. Mm. So I just wanted to point that out, that sometimes an encouragement can be a warning, Right. Yeah. It's it's um, it's always pointing. So the Lord is so the Lord, the Holy Spirit is behind all of the, this. Right. So we can read these words in Hebrews or any of the words in the Bible and attribute it to the Holy Spirit, just like the writer of Hebrews attributes the Psalm 95 to the Holy Spirit. Right. Yeah. As the Holy Spirit says, well, David said that. No, no, no. The Holy Spirit said it um, in Psalm 95. So. This is the Holy Spirit's speaking, and this is how the Holy Spirit exhorts us. And sometimes it looks like a warning. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and, he, and Hebrews is full of them. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and one, of my, one of my favorites is toward the end of chapter 10. And I love how you said that. It, it is this warning, but in the midst of it, it is an encouragement, and it, and it sits in both of those camps. Mm -hmm. uh, and so in Hebrews... 10, you know, he's talking about a warning in this particular instance about, about sin, specific deliberate sin, and, and exhorting them towards godliness. 
And in verse 35, he says, so don't throw away your confidence, mm -hmm. right? Still this idea of belief, trust, hope in God, uh, which has a great reward for you need endurance so that after you have done God's will, you may receive what was promised mm -hmm. for yet in a very little while, the coming one will not delay, but my righteous one will live by faith. And if he draws back, I have no pleasure in him, but mm -hmm. we are not those who draw back mm -hmm. and are destroyed but those who have faith mm. and are saved, right? There's such a clear mm. warning there that there are those who will draw back and will fall into this unbelief and deliberate sin, but he is encouraging them in the same moment, saying we are not those. Right, but that's not you. That's right. not you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We are not those who draw back and are destroyed, but those who have faith yes. and are saved. Yeah, that's good. Well, uh, we are going to officially wrap up this conversation on encouragement and discouragement and the nature of those and how we in the church and, and Christian community uh, should strive towards a habit of encouraging one another uh, and encouraging ourselves through uh, the word of the Lord, through scripture being uh, rooted in us. Um, and... We are going to begin another conversation around a different topic soon. At some point, we're going to think through that, and uh, we're going to continue, though, to seek to encourage you, right? That's mm -hmm. the idea of this podcast, to restore your faith in a world of discouragement. We're going to see where the Lord might lead us next, uh, what topic that we see as um, relevant but we, uh, we, we kind of feel like official podcasters now, and so I guess I would, would like to ask uh, for you to rate or share this podcast if you think it's been helpful uh, to you or you think it could be helpful and encouraging uh, to others, and you're an encourager now, now that you've listened to these. So one way you can do that is share biblical truth, and we hope that we have uh, provided and expanded upon that. Um, ben, you got anything to, to add to close out? No, just, um, I just say, find somebody to encourage today. Yeah. Don't wait till tomorrow. It is still called today. That's right. That's great. We'll talk to you all soon.